Welcome to today's devotion on life this side of heaven. The Word of God from Matthew chapter 16, verse 23. You do not have in mind the things of God, but the things of men. It was the best of times. It was the worst of times. Those are the opening words that Charles Dickens used in his famous historical novel, The Tale of Two Cities. Chances are good that you may have read it grudgingly for an English class back in high school. After all, it ranks among one of the highest-selling novels of all time, beating out such favorites as Harry Potter and Agatha Christie. But you may not have felt like ever hearing those words again. It's a little like these famous words found here in Mark. They're a part of the rebuke that Jesus speaks to Peter when the apostle makes it clear that he doesn't want to hear what our Savior has to say about the cross. And there are many Christians who would also prefer not to hear or even think about our Savior's crucifixion. Maybe you're among them. Sure, these words are a part of the Bible, the best-selling and highest-published book ever, but apart from hearing about it once, there are many who prefer to focus now only on happy thoughts and never even think about it again. In response to Jesus' question, Who do people say I am? The disciples responded with a straw poll of answers. When he put that same question to them and asked, Who do you say I am? Peter answered, You are the Christ. The Holy Spirit had revealed to the disciples that standing before them was the Savior, the very one God himself had promised he would send to take away the sins of the world. With that, we then hear that Jesus began to teach them that the Son of Man must suffer many things and be rejected by the elders, chief priests, and teachers of the law, and that he must be killed and after three days rise again. Peter never wanted to hear these words again. Matthew tells us that Peter took him aside and began to rebuke him. Never, Lord, he said, this shall never happen to you. The disciples wanted a savior with the respect of a conquering hero and the adulation of an adoring crowd. Dying a slow, painful, and humiliating death on a cross before a taunting crowd was about as far away from that as they could imagine. What Jesus was describing for them as the best of times, they could only see as the worst of times. But Jesus pointed out to them, You do not have in mind the things of God, but the things of men. In saying this, Jesus wanted Peter to see that his focus was misplaced. We look for razzle-dazzle instead of redemption. For example, if things are going well, if we're healthy, if our job is secure, if our bills are all being paid, we assume it must indicate God's pleasure with us. But then we wonder if God is angry when our health fails, when our job is on the line, or if we're living from paycheck to paycheck. We often evaluate our relationship with God by what we see instead of faith how things appear instead of what they are, using the criteria of the things of men rather than the things of God. But what we consider glory doesn't save us. God's mercy does. So when we look to better understand God, our lives, and our relationship with Him, God doesn't direct our attention to the circumstances in our lives. He directs our attention to the cross. Here is where we see that God loves us. He doesn't minimize our suffering or pretend that it's not real. Instead, we see how our God chose to enter this world and suffer alongside us. And not simply alongside of us, but for us. Here we see our God, who came to rescue those who are crushed by this life and by the guilt of their sin, and who wonder if God could ever forgive them. Here is the one, as we confess joyfully on a Sunday morning, who for us and for our salvation came down from heaven and was crucified for us. These are the things of God that Jesus tells Peter about, that Jesus came to accomplish for you and me, and which Peter needed to hear. It's exactly what Jesus in love wants you and me to hear as well. Let us pray. 
Loving Savior, thank you that what would appear to be the very worst of times, your death on the cross, is what in fact has brought us the very best of times, our reconciliation with God and our new life this day, forgiveness of sins, and everlasting life with you. Amen. Thank you for joining us. If you are listening to us by podcast or on Alexa, we invite you to browse the resources that are available on our site at lifethissideofheaven.org. God bless you and have a great day.